This is Spotlight from the Asbury Park Press. This week, investigative reporter Ken Serrano takes a closer look at fentanyl, the deadlier cousin of heroin that is already leaving its grim mark on Monmouth and Ocean counties. It's a weapon of mass destruction that comes in a package smaller than a brick. Just two milligrams, about the size of a pinch of salt, will kill you. It's heroin's much deadlier cousin, fentanyl. Dealers cut it into heroin to intensify the high. A kilogram of the synthetic opioid could, theoretically, kill 500,000 drug users. It's cheap, it's powerful, and it's been nearly impossible to stop. DEA agents seized 37 kilograms of pure fentanyl, about the size of a wheelbarrow of bricks, in the state this year. It was enough to kill 18.9 million people, twice the population in New Jersey. Each brick costs as little as $2,700 from illegal producers in China. The potential profit a drug dealer could make on those 37 kilos? $740 million. So when did this new drug arrive? Since 2014, fentanyl has entered the heroin supply like a dangerous infection on top of a disease. In Ocean County, 72% of the heroin tested by officials there contained fentanyl, said Ocean County Prosecutor Joseph Coronado. The overall drug death rate in the county has more than tripled since 2012, reaching 150 overdose deaths as of early November. But Coronado forecasts a far worse scenario, saying drug deaths in Ocean County alone could hit 300 by 2018. I think this thing's just going to escalate and continue to spiral out of control, he said. Carl Katowski, special agent in charge of the DEA's New Jersey office, said drug dealers are not spiking heroin with fentanyl to kill their customers. They're actually trying to meet customers' demand for a bigger high. Jared Brown, a 28-year-old Berkeley man who said he used heroin for a decade, then fentanyl-laced heroin for a short time after, termed it this way, fentanyl is like heroin without a soul. Brown entered a drug abuse treatment program about six months ago. Fentanyl, much cheaper for dealers to buy than heroin, is used solely to boost profits, he said. The potent high fentanyl produces does not last as long or have as mellow an effect as heroin, Brown said. It comes on very, very strong and you feel like you're going to get very high from it, but it leaves you hanging, he said. Addicts don't prefer it. It's not about preference. The dealers don't care. They just want the money. He recalled the conversation between two dealers cutting fentanyl into heroin, laughing about the customers who would overdose on their product. It's going to be a busy week, he recalled one saying to the other. Like many opioids, fentanyl has legitimate roots. Belgian drug maker Janssen Pharmaceutica developed fentanyl as a general anesthetic in 1960, a year before Johnson & Johnson, based in New Brunswick, bought the company. The U.S. Food and Drug Administration approved fentanyl in 1968. By the 1990s, fentanyl was used to deal with the breakthrough pain of cancer patients, pain that daily opioid medication cannot quell and to ease the suffering of the terminally ill. It now ranks as the most widely prescribed synthetic opioid, according to the National Library of Medicine. In 2013, pharmaceutical fentanyl used worldwide amounted to 1,700 kilograms, 
according to the International Narcotics Control Board, an independent agency that monitors International United Nations Drug Control Conventions, or treaties. Janssen Pharmaceuticals chemists came up with different chemical versions, or analogs, shortly after creating fentanyl. An analog shares the same basic chemical structure of a drug, but differs in elemental structure. That makes them work differently. Some pharmaceutical-grade fentanyl analogs, for instance, carry less potency, but last longer than fentanyl. Some act quicker, and some are far deadlier. It can be a bit like Russian roulette. Carfentanyl, an analog of fentanyl, is used legitimately as an anesthetic for large animals like elephants, but it is also considered a weapon of mass destruction under the domestic definition of that term. Russian special forces are believed to have used carfentanyl as a gas to subdue Chechen rebels during the Moscow theater hostage crisis in 2002, killing more than 125 people. NJDEA says carfentanyl is believed to have caused the overdose of a Lakewood man in recent weeks. It's up to 100 times more potent than fentanyl, and fentanyl is 100 more times potent than morphine. That means carfentanyl is 8,000 to 10,000 times more potent than morphine. Dr. Theodore Stanley, a professor of anesthesiology at the University of Utah School of Medicine in Salt Lake City, researched carfentanyl for a decade for the CIA, FBI, and the Army to see if it would make a good agent to immobilize large groups of people. His research led to far more benign uses of fentanyl. He and colleagues developed the fentanyl lollipop. Now that fentanyl and the dangerous analog carfentanyl have entered the drug trade, Stanley said, it has left him horrified. I used to say that using drugs brought on a street is like playing Russian roulette. You put the gun in your mouth and you have a one in six chance of dying, Stanley said. Carfentanyl is like a five in six chance of dying, and fentanyl is like maybe a two or three out of six chance. If a kilogram of fentanyl can theoretically kill 500,000 people, a kilogram of carfentanyl could kill as many as 50 million. Stanley believes anyone caught selling it illegally should be charged with attempted murder or murder to discourage the flow. It's like taking a gun and shooting someone between the eyes, he said. Fentanyl has been used illicitly for years. Fent users abuse pharmaceutical fentanyl by squeezing the drug out of fentanyl patches, for instance, cooking and injecting it. Deaths from the drug remain small in number. But in 2006, fentanyl deaths spiked. They rose from almost 70 in 2005 to over 900 the following year, including more than 80 in New Jersey, according to the DEA. Officials traced the deadly trail of fentanyl to a clandestine lab in Toluca, Mexico. If the DEA knows how many labs are now operating in China, it's not making that information public. Drugs flowed into the United States mainly from South America and Mexico for decades. Traffickers drove it across the border, flew it in, or sent it through the ports. But in 2012, a new delivery system emerged. James Hall, an epidemiologist from Nova Southeastern University in South Florida, attributes it to the distribution of Molly. Molly was the name of a designer drug that arrived as governments like Canada shut down the flow of MDMA, ecstasy. Marketed by dealers as pure MDMA, Molly actually consisted of synthetic cathinones, also known as bath salts. Molly carved a new path in the illicit drug trade. Chinese chemists produced Molly in clandestine labs for users in the U.S. who ordered them over the dark web of the internet. 
The producers sent them by express delivery, usually in small parcels. Calls made and messages sent to the Chinese Embassy in Washington, D.C. and the Chinese Food and Drug Administration were not returned. This was not a major drug cartel and it wasn't following international trade routes. It wasn't going to major traffickers, Hall said. It was going to mid-level dealers to any zip code in America. Anyone, anywhere, could be a customer. But the bad news pressured the Chinese government to shut down labs, concerned about the impact on trade, Hall said. As China banned synthetic cathinones like methylone one by one, the chemists moved on to new ones. When they came to one known as APVP, videos of the bizarre behavior it produced went viral. Flaca, the street name of the drug, killed 63 people in 2014 and 2015 in Broward County, Florida alone, Hall said. Following those deaths, China placed controls on 116 substances, including APVP. After that, Flaca virtually disappeared from Florida, showing China's ability to shut down the illicit drug trade, Hall and the DEA said. China didn't want to be known as a narco nation, but many rogue chemists moved on to fentanyl and fentanyl analogs, Hall said. It was an easy shift. The National Forensic Laboratory Information System, a national network of drug labs under the authority of the DEA, reported that illicit drug samples testing positive for fentanyl rose from over 940 in 2013 to over 3,300 in 2014. The number jumped to over 14,000 in 2015. The chase to shut down labs became a cat and mouse game. When one analog was scheduled or controlled in the U.S. under the Drug Control Act or banned by foreign countries, chemists came up with another. We're always chasing, DEA's Kukowski said. They call it whack-a-mole. You hit them all once and it pops up somewhere else. Back in the Garden State. Most deaths related to fentanyl in New Jersey come from fentanyl-laced heroin, but a DEA bust in January signaled a deadlier new wave in the heroin and opioid epidemic. The DEA bought 6,000 painkillers in what was supposed to be a routine undercover operation outside a gym and elsewhere in Astoria, Queens. We thought we were buying Oxy-30s, said Phil Stryker, a special agent for the DEA's New Jersey office and a group supervisor of its tactical diversion squad. Stryker was referring to 30 milligram oxycodone pills. Even our informant, the bad guy we were getting it from, we all thought it was Oxy-30s. But the guy pressing the pills, using a pill press, obviously knew. All of it was acetylfentanyl, a dangerous analog of fentanyl. Strikers and others fear counterfeit pills could spike the death rate much further. The pool of customers for black market oxycodone and oxycotton pills runs far deeper than the drug users buying heroin on the street. Those pill customers have no idea what they're getting. Counterfeit pills containing fentanyl were found in the home of the dead pop star Prince, according to the Star Tribune of Minneapolis. To be up close and personal with it, you start thinking, my God, where else is this going to turn up, Stryker said. And realizing how potent it is, and you just know, just knowing, that people are going to start dropping like flies across the country.
This has been Asbury Park Press Spotlight.